Hi everyone, I'm Deacon Dave. Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa show. Chickadees. Welcome by Layperson Lisa. Okay, well welcome. Because <laughs> I pressed the button. Welcome back everybody to the humble Layperson Lisa show. And I am Deacon Dave. My sidekick. Her sidekick servant. Yes, exactly. And we are on to Psalm nine. Why don't you read it for us, Deacon Dave? Sure, I will do that, Master Lisa. For the leader, according to Muth Laban, a Psalm of David. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will declare all your wondrous deeds. I will delight and rejoice in you. I will sing hymns to your name, Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. For you upheld my right and my cause, seated on your throne, judging justly. You rebuked the nations. You destroyed the wicked. Their name you blotted out for all time. The enemies have been ruined forever. You destroy their cities, and their memory has perished. The Lord rules forever, has set up his throne for judgment. It is he who judges the world with justice, who judges the people with fairness. The Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. You never forsake those who seek you, Lord. Sing hymns to the Lord enthroned on Zion. Proclaim his deeds among the nations. For the avenger of bloodshed remembers, does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, Lord. See how my foes afflict me. You alone can raise me from the gates of death. Then I will declare all your praises. Sing joyously of your salvation in the gates of daughter Zion. The nations fall into the pit they dig, in the snare they hide. Their own foot is caught. The Lord is revealed in making judgments. By the deeds they do, the wicked are trapped. To Sheol the wicked will depart, all the nations that forget God. For the needy will never be forgotten, nor will the hope of the afflicted ever fade. Arise, Lord, let no mortal prevail. Let the nations be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, Lord. Show the nations they are only human. Lisa, thoughts on that? So on our, I think it was just the last episode, we were talking about like how wounds can be our stronghold. And then this psalm talks about how the Lord um, is our stronghold. So when we concentrate on that rather than our wounds, then we can grow um, in a, in the mindset of being a child of God rather than in the identity of our wounds. I think that's a great point, Lisa. And if you and that's verse ten. And then look at what it says right in verse eleven, right after that, right? Mm. It says those who know your name trust in you. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times we don't necessarily trust. Right. Right. Um, and that's why we do th- we try to do things ourselves. Right. Because we don't trust that God will. And you know, so. Uh, well, oh, I was talking to um, somebody and, you know, she was talking about how she just prayed for like this little thing and, you know, God provided. And it's so funny because like, well, not funny, but like I, you know, I was praying for something like it's so silly, like um, somebody to take care of my lawn, like when it didn't work out when I was trying to get a company. So I was just like, oh, God, you got to help me with this because I, you know, and then the next day my neighbor texted me uh, the name of a teenager who does lawn. So it's like so amazing, like. God doesn't, like, sometimes I think we 
are resistant to ask for like little tiny things. Sure. And um, but yeah, we should go to God with everything. Trust I, Him with everything. I think it's a good point. I, I there's nothing too small. Right. That God doesn't want to be a part of our right. lives. Right. Right. He wants can, our whole selves. Right. Because I can see how that can like okay, well, He doesn't want to do this little thing, and then well, it's not this little thing, and then next thing you know is we're not asking Him for something. Uh, we're asking for his intercession in something big, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just kind of this cumulative effect of And that of helps our us grow in faith and grow in trust. Right. Yeah. In every little aspect yes. of our life. Yes. So I like this line here, verse six, you rebuke the nations, you destroy the wicked, their name you have blotted out for all time. So when I was reading that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was thinking the battle is already won. Mm. Right, you know, the, the gates of hell aren't gonna prevail, right? Yeah. And so, so Jesus has, um, uh, taken care of the effect of evil he has blotted it out for all of us but we have to choose him right we have to say yes to him and how we live out our lives um uh if we want to be a part of that Mm -hmm. right and to recognize that he can blot out the evil in our lives now because on the cross he did all of that right 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 but we need to participate and unite ourselves in that right what other thoughts do you have on this very lengthy psalm lisa um, that was all I really that struck out to me about the strongholds. And here we hear the word shale again. Lisa. Yes. To shale, the wicked will depart. Now leaving from gate three, <laughs> headed to shale. We don't want to go to that gate. No. Nope. We don't want to hear that call. Right. Right. And I like this uh, verse 19. It says, For the needy will never be forgotten, nor will the hope of the afflicted ever fade. Mm. It's very reminiscent, right, of, of, of our, our call to serve the needy, right? Um, to, like a, the works of mercy. We're called to do the works of mercy. Exactly. Both corporal and spiritual. Right? Yeah. Because it's so easy for us to get how important it is to to do those works of mercy. So I was, um, and this wasn't from a book, but this was like a online forum about um like spiritual warfare, but um, somebody had asked a question about like, oh, how can I get into like healing and deliverance ministry? Right. Mm-hmm. And the guy who runs the um, site, he said, oh, well, um, prayer. Like, don't worry about like going on, taking a course, but like prayer and like work on your spontaneous prayer and just, pr- you know, continuously pray. And they said the second thing is, um, continuously um, do acts of mercy. Right, I like that. Yeah. So like I was telling you last night, right on my way home, that I felt like um, I'm more open to yeah. uh, extemporaneous mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. Um, as I continue to grow in my faith. Mm-hmm. But yeah, actively like going out of your way to do works of mercy, because a lot of times we want to do works of mercy when they're convenient. Right, like, right. oh, this uh, Sunday I'll like make sandwiches, like, you know, some ministries, I'll, I'll go to this ministry on this day and do that, you know. But when you do works of mercy that require sacrifice yeah. and mortification, yeah. and like it's like inconvenient and this is really right. not. And you don't really want to do it. <laughs> right. That, that's probably really opening your heart up more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. We will see you next time. Bye.